You're listening to Western Sydney Health Check, a podcast talking all things health, providing current and accurate healthcare information for the community and our staff. I'm Sia. And I'm Harrison. And we'll be taking you through this podcast. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for episode 14 of Western Sydney Health Check. Today, we've got a very special episode for you. We're looking at a day in the life of a hospital security guard. Here with us today, we have Westmead Hospital Security Officer Fred Nasher. Fred is one of the greatest characters of the hospital, one of the most beloved security officers here. He's always got a smile and a joke for everybody and a good story to go with it as well. Uh, He's been at Westmead Hospital for one year and for three years before that was at Concord. Fred, thank you so much for joining us today. Mate, it's a pleasure being here. Let's just get straight into it, shall we? No problem at all. I think everybody's got this idea of what a security officer does, imagining guys running in, tackling someone to the ground, throwing them out of the hospital. But can you tell us what is your role in the hospital, actually? You know, what do you do each day? Well, first of all, um, I'll definitely uh, disagree with you, you know, thinking uh, the role of a security officer is restraining and uh, kicking out people. This is not our department here. Been um, 12 months, uh, full-time security officer at Westmead Hospital. Look, my role here is to provide uh, security protection of the staff members uh, of the public and hospital assets with the highest level of customer service and customer care. This is what our duty is here as a security officer at Westmead Hospital. Can you tell me a little bit more about this idea of customer service? You know, what does that have to do with security? Well, customer service to me is my specialty. I believe uh, today, if it was up to me, I wouldn't be calling a security officer. I'll be calling a customer service officer. When I come to work, the most important thing I think of, how am I going to help someone today? How am I going to deliver my customer service Delivering our customer service today is very easy. It means guiding people to the right path in the hospital grounds, helping people by whichever way we can. If I see a person struggling to push his own wheelchair, I'll be the first one to go over there and offer my assistance to push him up to the wards. This is what customer service is. This is what true customer service is. Being at the main entrance of the hospital, waiting for people to come for their appointments, for their surgeries. I wait for people to come, park in the front main entrance. And the first thing I look at, does this person need assistance? Does he need a wheelchair? Is he an old person that needs assistance or a hand? One day, we are going to be there. We are going to be old. No one's runs away from that. So one day, if we get to that age, someone else might come and offer their help to us. Mm. Yeah, that's a great attitude to mm. have. Yeah, really good perspective there. Can you talk to us more about mental health? I mean, it sounds like it was a real eye-opening experience for you learning so much for that job at Concord. Is it still applicable for your role here at Westmead? Yes, it is uh, definitely uh, any hospital grounds that we work in today. uh, There is no uh, running away from mental health. Unfortunately, it's a very upsetting topic, uh, especially when you see uh, people that do need help. So it's our duty to sit there and listen to this person. 
knowing what their problem, how they reached to that stage. And being as a security officer, that's where it comes, and I would call it customer service officer for this patient. So the most important thing in our workplace is to give time, sit down and listen to this person and have time to make him feel comfortable, not as we are a threat to them. Mm. We have to make the patient feel comfortable when it comes to security. So it sounds like you've got to be calm, level-headed, good communicator. What else? Good looking? Definitely not. Nothing to do with looking. It's the approach that means to them um, the, the most important thing to the patient is the way you approach the patient themselves. We've spoken a little bit already about, you know, mental health, dealing with a patient who's in distress. Can you give us some more ideas of what are the other sort of common day-to-day situations you deal with in security? Oh, look, um, everybody thinks, uh, you know, you come to work, we only deal... Yes, we do deal with aggressive behaviour, upset even visitors, that they can't, um, you know, see their loved ones even in these times today with the COVID-19. Unfortunately, uh, patient uh, visitors are restricted to one. Look, it's it's so much. When I come to work, uh, I realise, okay, we have 12 hours on our hands. 12 hours is a long time. To me, I, I'd like to fill up my, my time by patrolling hospital grounds, making sure hospital assets are safe, meaning vandalism, theft, uh, fires, you know, all that. This is part of our duties. Part of our duties is approaching people that you find lost you approach them and ask for assistance. Offer them your assistance. Ask them how you can help them. Guide them if they're lost. This is a, a part of our duties as a customer service officer. Yes, we do get a lot of code blacks, duresses, medical staff that need us to um, help them, unlocks. So there's so many uh, categories that we do in our hospital facility, but it's not only mental health. So 12 hours on our ship, we have a lot of time on our hands. And like I said, when I come to work, I fill up my shift by patrolling hospital grounds, making sure everybody is in a safe environment, meaning staff, patients and visitors. Just for those who are listening that don't know, what is a code black? A code black is a personal threat. When we get a code black, that means respond as quick as we can. And what sort of training do you have to deal with a moment like that? Training, well, before I started at Concord Hospital, uh, we did do a course, uh, it's called the Violence Prevention Management. And it teaches you how to restrain aggressive uh, behaviour, how to communicate with them. So that's a bonus uh, for every person or every security officer that's uh, done that before they've worked in the... um, hospital field but yeah this is the training and I believe to become a security officer like I said before it's nothing to do with looks nothing to do with muscle it's using your brain using common sense 
how to deal with these situations. And in those moments yeah, where you are, you know, you're assessing the situation, you do realize there's some risk to you. Do you have a family at home that you're thinking of as well? You've got to get home safely? Definitely. Every time I come to work, uh, I always pray that I go back home, home safe, you know, to um, my family, especially my beautiful wife. Um, and I always think of her. I always think of my kids, my grandchildren. Yes, definitely, because in our hospital, in our workplace that we work in, anything is possible with mental health. You told me earlier that you do an average of about 30,000 steps each shift. Is that right? That's correct. Uh, I love walking. Um, and I believe that, you know, if you keep yourself uh, busy in your shift, uh, you know, time will go very quickly. Two things that I never do on my shift is never look at the watch and I always keep myself occupied uh, by walking. Hmm. You cover a lot of ground. There's probably not many people that know the hospital better than you do. Oh, look, there's, uh, I've only been here 12 months, but I think uh, the amount of... Uh, patrolling and walking that I do. I've, I've, I'm very happy of what I learned in uh, Westmead Hospital. And now we have CASB as well, the new building that we'll be looking after very soon. So that's another 14 levels uh, of uh, hospital ground to cover as well. Plenty more steps to get there. That's correct. You deal with a lot of high pressure situations in this job. You know, after a shift or after a particularly stressful encounter, how do you process that? How do you deal with the emotions and the mental toll that that can take on you? Oh, look, uh, I try to keep a smile on my face at all times at the hospital. But, you know, you if you want to sit down and think, you know, of the uh, things that you do in the hospital, yes, you, you think of the good things that you've done, uh, that you've put a smile on someone's face. And the most rewarding part to me is when I de-escalate an aggressive person, to a person that is completely changed by being calm, uh, his attitudes change, it makes you feel very proud, makes you, you're rewarded. And yes, every time I think of that person that I've de-escalated in the 12 months I've been here, it always keeps a smile on my face. Mm. Yeah, that must be really rewarding. Yes, it is. How do you stay calm in a moment like that? I imagine you cop a fair bit of abuse from time to time, maybe verbal, maybe physical. How do you stay calm and not respond to that aggression with your own aggression? Well, the most important thing to me in our workplace is that you never take anything personal. Hmm. If you take anything personal um, in our workplace, I believe that you should not be here. I believe that you're in the wrong area to work in. I'm wondering, do you have a feeling like a, a responsibility? Do you feel like other people's safety is in your hands? Look, you know, I have to say to you in this department, yes, I do believe uh, the, the safety <laughs> in our workplace, it is our responsibility. I believe we're here to ensure the safety of the employees, health workers, patients, and all people inside the premises. Violence, threat, or disturbance in the hospital 
can have a huge effect on the well-being of a sick patient. Having trained security officers in our workplace, to me, is very important. I'm sure the job can be physically demanding, but I imagine after these high-stress situations, there's a mental and emotional toll that it takes as well. Yes, I have to agree with you. I do, do, I do a lot of thinking after I do uh, deal with these kind of uh, situations. And I think, you know, I do think a lot about the patient themselves. I do have a soft heart. And I do feel so sorry when I see uh, – I feel so sorry for the patient themselves more than I um, think about what's going to happen to me or what am I going to think what's going to happen to me next. I more think of the person that I've dealt with. I look at them and I say, you know, how did this person reach to that level? How did he become mental health – how did he become sick? Was he born like that? Did he, you know, something happened to him as he's growing up? You know, a lot of things go through my mind. And yes, I do think about this all the time. But I think the way I handle it and um, I stay calm and I leave the workplace, I try not to take it home. I leave it all at work. When I go home, I do try my best to leave it at work. So you don't talk to your wife about some of the stuff you go through? She does question me a lot and she does uh, enjoy listening to my um, situations that I uh, get involved during the day. And if I've got an exciting story to tell, I do tell her when I get home, yes. And how about your colleagues or your managers? Do you support each other or, you know, talk about stuff? Definitely. I believe, first of all, I speak about our security manager, I believe supporting our management in our workplace is very, very important. As for my colleagues, myself and my colleagues, we should stand always as a team. Fred, you've shared with us some of the challenges of the job and some specific incidents that have been quite difficult for you. How about some of the positives, you know? Is there any patient experience that's really stood out in your mind that's... Um, where you've really made a difference to someone and they've let you know about it? Mm, well, working at uh, Westmead Hospital for the last year, I have met a, a lot of patients here. And by meeting them, I interact with them myself. So when I see a patient struggling to go back up to the ward, I'm the first one in line to assist, uh, to help them out. So it is a, re a rewarding um, thing when you do help someone Make sure you help them from your heart, not to impress anyone. Mm -hmm. And this is what I love doing. I love helping from my heart, not to impress anyone or showing them what I do. And I think that's more rewarding. Definitely. And I think there'd probably be a lot of people where you've made a difference to their day and they haven't been able to express their gratitude in the moment, but you certainly would have left a positive impression. Yeah, and look, uh, you feel great about it when you do help patients that are in need. And like I told you before, everyone's here for a reason, you know. Um, and it's our duty to make the patient, visitors, even staff uh, be here and feel comfortable um, as they're going to be here for a while. It's not a day thing. 
So it's our duty to make the, uh, that person feel comfortable um, for the time he's going to be here. Well, Fred, you've got a very big heart for what you do at work and what you do in your own time as well. That's all we have time for today, but thank you so much for sharing with us everything. Mate, it was a pleasure being here. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Western Sydney Health Check. This podcast is produced by Western Sydney Local Health District. For the latest news, visit us at thepulse.org.au.